What's going on, my brother, sister, around the world? It's your boy, Terrell Humphrey, and welcome to Fair Years Knowledge. For episode number 52, got my special guest, my brother from Little Rock, Arkansas, Jeremiah Tony. What it do, man? What's good, man? Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. Happy to be here. Man, I'm happy that you said yeah. I'm happy that you said yeah. So before we even get it started, before we get it kicked off, who are you, what are you doing, where are you from? So, of course, you know, you just said I'm, my name Jeremiah Tony. I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas, born and raised. Um, I went to Mills High School, went to University of Arkansas, Fort Smith one year, Henderson State for three years. And I just recently left New Mexico to do my last, uh, my grad year, my COVID year. I'm getting ready to play professional basketball here in October. And, yeah, that's, that's, that's the joke. Man, so I, I didn't even do the proper introduction first. My bad. So what this platform is, is really about empowering people to become the best version of themselves by overcoming adversity, triumphs of life, and then the hardships that we all deal with as human beings, right? Mm -hmm. The reason why I really asked you to come on the platform is because I seen your injury. I seen yeah. your injury. And that's not a it's not a little small injury. You feel nah. me? It, it, and, it, and it's not small because one is physical, physically, right? It's, it's a physical yeah. injury. Then two, mental-wise, spiritual-wise, like, and, and it's just, you, you're not you're not yourself, Right, so yeah. when everything happened, how long ago did, did you um tear your your what what was the injury? So I had a stress fracture that basically the stress fracture was so bad it was nearly a, a break. The stress fracture actually penetrated the bone, and so that's mm -hmm. what caused me to have to go in and put a rod in my leg. Uh, so basically, I broke my tibia, bro. I had to um have tibia nailing surgery. It stuck a rod in my leg from my knee all the way to my ankle. It goes through, it goes through my patellar tendon, through the bone, and the stress fracture, and down to my ankle where they screwed it in, drilled it in, or whatever. So it happened. Originally, it happened in um, March. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't diagnose it very quick. It was in the, it was like two games left in our season, and shoot, we was we was bound for first place on our side of the conference. Um, yeah, my my trainer basically told me it was it was without X-ray. She diagnosed it as shin splints because i actually grew an inch last year and so she thought that i was having growing pains yeah <laughs> so we went on we kept going on throughout the season uh it was three more games in our season we ended up losing first round um and after that i returned back home i was getting ready for exposure camp for the agency that i got that i got signed to and um man i couldn't miss the camp i didn't know exactly what was wrong with my shin but i knew that i wanted to get it looked at after the camp so i went to the camp bro i actually balled out like i had a good camp um man I signed my agent and then it was just it was killing me it kept killing me it was a constant pain so i ended up going to the doctor and that's when they diagnosed it bro it was way bigger than what i thought what my doctors thought what what my trainer thought my coaches i'm just blessed that it didn't i'm blessed that it didn't break bro you ever seen paul george injury where he broke his leg and it snapped in half and kevin Ware? Oh, like yeah, yeah. i, I would have yeah. folded it bro so i'm just blessed that that didn't happen because that could have that could have been that would have been way more of a um a longer recovery process that's like you said, mental. That's a mental killer. Just sitting there in your legs, snap. You can't move. Like it's, it's it was a it was a pretty bad injury, bro. I'm just glad we called it. Yeah, yeah, and and oh, God, good thing y'all did catch it. You feel me? Yeah. And, and like the reason why I asked you that is because like when I tore my ACL at first, uh, it popped. Right, I had yeah. surgery on it like uh uh my senior, so 2016 October 2016. I think that's when I had surgery or. My senior year, but it was the fourth game. It was the fourth game. So, mind you, we're seniors, right? We're playing the game, and, like, we got six more games to play. 
when it went through all season, when it went through the summer, when it went through all this training. So to be for that moment to be taken away, bro, that mother was so devastating. Yeah, so devastating because I didn't I didn't want to let my teammates down, right? Mm-hmm. Because we didn't been through a lot together. So yeah, because y'all like, all season is tough. Like preseason bro. football, <laughs> man, preseason football is crazy, bro. So I know you were sick, like going through all that, and then the fourth game. That's me. That's not even midway through the season, bro. Fourth game, you feel me? Yeah. I was, I, I I was blown away that it even happened, right? So when it, when it popped. He grabbed my leg, twisted it. He was like, yup, you show ACL. He was like, stand up. I stood up, drop. He was like, yup. I said, bro, man, I got the cry when I take one deal. One yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so so when, when you was going, when you uh before you had surgery, right? How were you how were you doing mentally? Bro, I was I was good. Like, um, Man, I was coming off a week where I was averaging, I want to say that week I averaged like like 30 points, eight rebounds, and three mm-hmm. assists. Like, I was rolling, bro. The season was rolling. I was having a good season, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, it was looking like I was going to get All-American. I ended up having – I actually ended up getting – bro, you'll never, you'll never believe this. Right before – right in the midst of that, I found out that I had fluorona. I had the flu and COVID at the same time. So, I had to sit out three games, bro. So, like, when it rains, it pours. Like, that happened. I had fluorona, didn't get out, and my legs still my legs still messed up. And, like, I'm having to get out and go straight into games. Like, you know, that COVID way, it's a it's at least a 10-day wait that you cannot be around any of your teammates, anybody. You have the 10-day quarantine. And after that, bro, really, really, I ended up being in quarantine, like, 16 days, bro, for fluorona. But it was, it was in a time when we had, like, a bye week, so we didn't have any games. And mm-hmm. then the next week, so I ended up only missing three games, bro. Mm-hmm. And so like, everything was going good up until boom getting sick, then boom seeing about my leg. But I didn't know about I didn't know about the severity of my leg at that point yet. So like that wasn't just a big you know I was just like ouch my leg hurt, but it ain't no like yeah. I'm, I'm knowing that I have something that I'm had to get surgery on. It wasn't it was never that never that type of occasion. You know? The fact you just said when it rains it pours. Yeah. People, we as people don't understand. Okay, we want tragic event happen, then another gonna happen, then another gonna happen, then another gonna happen, then another gonna happen. Yeah, for sure, it's a it's a, a endless um um uh suffering of pain that we have to endure because we ain't endured this pain before, right? Mm-hmm. So you was going through that phase of flu running the the, the leg surgery, right? What is mm-hmm. the biggest thing that you learn about yourself, bro? I can co- overcome anything, honestly, through God, through God. I can get anything done, bro. I can come back from anything, bro. I might as well be that. That might as well be my thing to come back, kid, bro. Because I just had so much stuff, so much adversity throughout my life, and it's just like I'm still here. I'm still going. I'm still on pace to do the stuff that I always dreamed about. So, man, that's it, bro. I got to. I can. I can. I can do it all. I can do all through Christ who strengthens me for real. For real. Come back, kid, Jeremiah Tony. How they sound? (laughs) Or, or Jeremiah's ready to come by kid. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, you got a ring to it. Yeah, that's yeah. You it. might want to trademark that. Trademark that. Put it on your on your wall. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then see that, that that's that's you say you've been through adversity your whole life, right? So let's yeah. go back to when you was younger, or yeah, when you was younger. How 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 was your your child development? How did you grow up? Man, so I grew up in a single parent household. My dad, my dad wasn't there, you know. 
at that at one point in time, my mom had two jobs. She was a young teacher. You know, teachers don't get paid that much. So, bro, I was getting I was raised by my sister, bro, for real. For my mm-hmm. sister, she babysat me. She my sister ten years older than me. So I remember times where I was always, you know, and my sit well with my sister, just being around her, bro. I always had a basketball in my hand. I always had some type of ball in my hand. Like I played football too. So mm. what I, was this? Was wide receiver. Wide receiver safety. I like safety more though. I actually wow. my first college, my first college offer was uh was for safety. You said why? Yeah. I like the hit folks. I'm I'm aggressive, bro. <laughs> I like that defensive. Yeah, I like to let it boom. I like I'm the defensive side, bro. Yep. I mean, wide receiver was cool, bro. They just wanted me to they wanted to throw me streaks and stuff like that. Hell Mary's all that. That's cool. But I mean, I like to hit people, bro. I like to be in the action. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Wide receiver sometimes. If you ain't, if you don't got a quarterback, bro, wide receiver is <laughs> tough. Wide safety, I can make a play. I'm making plays. <laughs> Yeah, especially yeah. if your team is not a passing team. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you just there running full speed the whole mm-hmm. time. And at that point, so I went to Robinson at that point. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you know we wasn't passing. We was running. It was hard. And those, we had T.J. Hammond, Tom Bullock. <laughs> Who else? We had Nick Harper. Nick Harper was the was the uh, quarterback. You know, he passed. He had dual threat. So, I wasn't mm-hmm. touching that. Yeah, wide receiver not too often. Yeah, you was just out there, you know, um, touching the field, experiencing yeah. the you know. Blocking. <laughs> Running <laughs> on me, blocking man. That, that's that, that's wide receiver. That's like probably if you don't have a good quarterback or like y'all team is not a passing team, you know, you gotta be dedicated to your team and your brothers to mm-hmm. you know to block to block, yeah, and block again. Really? <laughs> hey, I touched on kickoff returns, kickoff For returns. Real? I used to get to it, yeah, yeah. I used to get to it on kickoff, but yeah, yeah, when the ball came to you. You know yeah. what time it was. If I could get to it. <laughs> if I could, man. And that, that's 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 so that's that's the special part of our growth and life and development because everything that we've been with been through carries on to life, carries on to our adult um adult uh life right now, present mm-hmm. life at the time. Because I grew up in a single parent household and she raised three boys by herself. And she, okay, you know, yeah. she made everything happy. I mean, you don't don't even run, I do know my dad and something like that, but he was mm-hmm. not, necessarily he didn't really raise us to be honest yeah to see my mama have that drive ambition that drive that that nation that that willing to keep going bro she got eight degrees eight degrees my mama working on her doctor right now bro come on now she won't stop hey (laughs) i was out done when i got my bachelor's bachelor's, bro i was like man forget school yeah went back i started my matches last year bro but my my dukes man she got that she gonna get that doctor like that's big time from her being a she was a 16 year old parent she had my sister when she was 16 mm-hmm. so, like yeah bro from seeing her being a 16 year old you know how they 16 year old mothers bro they they kind of throw them away you know once you have a kid that young they throw them away but just to see her drive and see her just keep pushing keep going at it not listening to what anybody says and achieving her goals in the end bro that she one of my biggest mo- like she she might like one of my biggest motivations she won people i look up to the most mm-hmm. is, is that what you're what you learn from your mother subconsciously is that what you're yeah. see your life every day don't give up kind of like that 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 dog that drive that everybody say that i got the, the willingness that's i got it from her for sure hands mm-hmm. down it's not even close mm. and, and and that's that's the special part about growing and realizing things right so now we're not just us. We're not just doing things for ourselves, right? Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that's going through some similar situation. If, if, if it's the same injury, the same trauma, the same uh, uh, the way we was, we was raised and stuff like that, somebody's dealing with something in some type of way. 
Yeah, the thing about that is that once we deal with it by ourselves, we don't understand somebody is here and they've already been through this. Mm-hmm. Right? It's all about knowing and realizing, okay, I'm 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 dealing with this, but how can I grow from this? Yeah, and that was my biggest thing. Like I used to go through stuff and not open up to anybody, bro. Like I used to just go through it. Like once I started talking to people and reaching out to people about the things that I've been through, and you know what I'm saying, like just chopping it up with them, getting their viewpoint from stuff, bro. It, it helped. It helped them growing pains, bro. You don't have to like if you go through it alone, you gonna hit every bump in the road. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get ugly, but bro, if you go ahead and reach out to somebody that went through the same stuff as you, bro, hey, maybe you can, you know. Detour, you'll you'll find a way around all the all the extra stuff. It'll save you a couple couple knots on the head. Mm-hmm. But you still have to take some, right? You still have yeah, to take some. Right. What was the first time, first uh, moment that you actually realized? Okay, let me let me go talk to somebody about this. What was the event? What was the, what happened during that time? The first time, bro. Um. Okay. Probably the first time I really had to just sit down and talk to somebody, bro, about something that was like real life serious, bro, it was 2020. 2020 was a rough year for me. I lost my dad in January. Mm, sorry uh, to hear that. Yeah. It's, it's, that's what it is, bro. I lost my dad in January. Um, sure, I lost six of my brothers, three of them to, you know, Guns, violence, street street stuff, you know what I'm saying? And then um the other the other three man, I lost one of my homeboys to uh pneumonia, bro. That's when I really had to reach out, bro. One of my homeboys, he had just got offered a coaching job. Mm-hmm. Um, he was gonna be a assistant coach. He was jumping from high school all the way to assistant coaching in college, bro. That's a huge jump. That's it was it was big time for his career. So bro, he pulled he pulled up on me. So one of my coaches' homeboys pulled up on me. Hey, I'm outside. He don't never do that. Mm-hmm. Put it up on me. Hey, I'm outside, bro. Come outside. I got something to tell you. He laid it, bro. He, he turned up. I go out there. We chopping it up, bro. He finally just dropped the news. Hey, bro, I'm finna go big time, bro. I got a job. It's a D1 coaching job. I can't exactly remember where it was, bro. But he got a D1 coaching job. Um, We kicked it that night. Mm, two days later, he died to pneumonia. Well, no. Yeah, two days later, he was admitted to the hospital for pneumonia. Three days, he, he died. Mm. And so he had had double pneumonia since February. He hadn't been taking his medication. And um, the doctors caught it too late. And so when he got there, it was really not much they could do for him. They admitted him. They gave him the medication that he needed, all that other stuff. And, bro, it was too late. So just like that quick that quick turnaround where it's like, bro, me and him just kicked it. He had great news. Like his life in the change. Everything everything green. You know what I'm saying? This stuff, we we all, we both achieving our goals. I had just went, we had just wanted the uh, – GAC championship. I had just mm-hmm. got back from us winning the GAC championship when I found that out. Mm-hmm. That he was going to get that job. And then, shoot, yeah, he passed the next week. Within the next five days, he passed, bro. And so I had to really reach out and just go talk to my people because I'm just like, bro, I don't understand. Like, it was the first time where I was like, why God? I never really asked why God, but like, I had to, I started questioning that. I'm like, why? Why him? Why now? Why would you do it in that way? Like, why would, why would I see him and then never see him again? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I had to reach out and really talk to some people about that. 2020 was a tough year for me, bro. It was tough. But I feel like mm-hmm. it made me stronger. So, I mean, first of all, I want to say sorry for I'm sorry for all your losses, right? Sorry for all your losses. When you ask God why, 
why me or why why is this happening were you able to find an answer well let me change it was god able to direct you in the you know in the answer that you was looking for honestly no but i did i did when through praying through talking to people that i was around talking to my immediate circle bro it just came they came and brought it to me like hey man at least you got at least your last memory with him was one that y'all you know that was a great one for both of you, bro. We kicked it. We had a great time at night, great convos, had a lot of fun, bro. I ain't get home to about four, bro. He can't pick me up at ten. I ain't get home till four in the morning, bro. We kicked it that night. It was, you know, we had a good time, bro. And you know, that was for that to be our last memory, bro. That that's that's a blessing. I can say that that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Just remembering that our last time, hey. Last time y'all kicked it, man. Yeah. That, that's why. So. This like so 2020 been the hardest time of your life, right? Yeah, 2020, that was the 20, 20, I'm sorry, 2022 was the hardest for mine because everything is happening. Everything is happening, bro. I'm going through a divorce. I totaled my car. I'm getting out of the military. So all these things are constantly happening in a way to where I don't understand. I don't know how to accept what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, and when I tell you it's been so hard trying to figure out my purpose, my reasoning, my why why i'm doing things why i need to stop doing things you know and like it's hard it's hard to realize that yeah but as you're going through a breakup as you're going through a traumatic trauma reoccurring event it 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 shows you that it's going you you will be okay but you have to figure out how you're going to be okay right so instead of me looking at all the how my relationship ended towards the end man i'm trying to think about the good things like i'm like once upon a time, I did love you, right? There's no hate yeah. or envy towards you, but I don't want to think about why we ended. I just want to think, when I do think about it, you know, I don't want to think about you, but when I do think about you, it's the simple fact that, okay, I just want to think, think of the good things, the good times, the good conversations, right? Yeah. That teaches us that it is okay to accept what's wrong with us. But also let's move on. Uh, not move on, but also grow to a different level, different version of yourself. Jeremiah, when I tell you I had so many paradigm shifts on growth and realization and just like figuring my figuring myself out, bro. It's been how, how old are you, bro? I never be fast yet. 23. You so we the same age. You 23 too? Yeah. When did you get married? Uh, I got married in 2020, May of 2020. Yep, yep. We the exact same age, dealing with the life, life, right? But different avenues. But at the same time, we getting knocked down, getting picked back up, getting picked back up, getting knocked down. But it just teaches us how to pivot when things get hard, how to realize and grow into a new version of ourselves. So let, let let's see, 2020, 2022 Jeremiah. How's Jeremiah doing now? This day, this time, this day. Uh man, I'm all right, bro. I just uh actually, bro. Yesterday, my um, I lost my my godfather yesterday, bro. To, to cancer, yeah, he lost his battle with cancer, bro. But really, he won, bro. He been he been fighting for a couple of years now, and so like, hey, like you said, when it rains, it pours, bro. So I'm just trying to. I'm honestly just trying to get get through it bro i'm taking stuff day by day bro i feel like i'm stronger as a person than i ever was but bro it's just that was a tough loss like it was it was kind of unexpected my mama just randomly called me 
It kind of mm-hmm. happened out the blue. It was kind of like in the shadows. The family didn't really want to talk about it. So it kind of just, it, it, hit, it caught me by surprise is what I'm saying. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Out of nowhere, I just get the call, hey, your uncle just passed. We thought that we thought that it had subsided. We thought that the, that the medications and the treatment and all that stuff was working, but out of nowhere, it just kind of went south, bro. So that's what I'm dealing with today, bro. Honestly, I just found it out yesterday. When it rains, it pours. I think, to be honest, I think you should trademark that one. And that one and um, Jeremiah Tony, the uh, the comeback, comeback so, kid. Yeah, you feel me? We know whichever one is more. Um, um, internally expressed right mm-hmm. because when it rain when it rain it pours you know been through so much you've been through so much pain but yet you keep pushing mm-hmm. you keep going but yet you're finding a way to not give up on things where do you think this strength comes from do you think it's uh like accepting what's going on or like what do you think this strength uh, comes it's from? more it's more exception now and taking and just being grateful for every day, bro. Like that's my strength. I find strength in just waking up tomorrow, bro. Just wake up tomorrow. It'll be it'll get better tomorrow. I look I look towards the future, bro. I can't mm-hmm. look at the you know what I'm saying. I can't you, you can't dwell in the past and dwell in the present, bro. You gotta look towards the future. Everything everything you just gotta pay it forward. Keep pushing, keep pushing. So I just that's where I get my strength from. Just waking up and knowing that tomorrow I'll be better, bro. Honestly. You can't dwell in the future. You can't dwell in the past. It and the reason why, like, it, it's it's so profound to even recognize something like that because I did a video like a long time ago when I actually started my journey. It was about uh, don't dwell in the journey, dwell in the practice. <laughs> and at, at, at the time, to be honest, I didn't know what I was talking about. Right now, I only came to realize when I make videos today, it's not for today. So my understanding for like in the future or when I watch it again. Yeah, but when I said that, I was like, "Well, when I watched it again a couple of weeks ago, don't dwell in the journey, dwell in the process, or don't dwell in the success, dwell in the journey." Mm-hmm. Facts. Hold on, what exactly does that mean, right? There's there's a constant change of growth and development that we have to achieve, that we have to reach, that we have to grab in order to become the best version of ourselves. For if sure. we're so stuck in today, how are we supposed to keep growing and keep realizing and keep accepting life? Right. So when you said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, he he had a different level of, of self-realization that that a lot of people won't understand mm-hmm. for somebody. And, and that's OK, though, bro, because it took it took a long time. It took a lot of talks for people to get me out of that funk and like, bro, I just be like, oh, like this happened yesterday. Oh, this is what happened last week. But it's just like, bro, you just got to keep pushing it on it, bro. It's, it's really it'll get, it'll get better, bro. Eventually. Eventually, <laughs> eventually oh my god, bro! Eventually, it's correct because it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen tomorrow. It's not gonna yeah. happen next month. It's not gonna happen yeah. month after that. Absolutely not. It's gonna happen when it needs to happen. We have to go through the phase of process of learning. I need to go through this. I yeah. need to go through this. For somebody that's dealing with something similar of your situation, what advice would you give them? Man, ooh, dealing with a situation like mine, bro. Your circle, bro. Like, a lot of people got these huge circles, bro, and it's just, like, that's fine and dandy, but not everybody bringing something to the table, bro. If they're not trying to help you mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, 
bro. They 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 essentially just leeching, bro. So like your circle, bro. Your your circle gotta be the closest people to you. Like you need to keep that circle very much knit tight, bro. Like that's my biggest advice, bro. Because the people that I'm around, my circle get me through that. I can go mm-hmm. and talk to them, bro. I'm not really no going and opening up type dude. Like I don't just go out and seek advice from everybody. My circle, bro. They keep me going. They give me the best advice. On my on my cloudy days, bro, they they find they try to help me out, you know, try to bring me up, uplift me. So that's that's one of the biggest things. And stay prayed up. Gotcha. I know when you feel like when you feel like can't nobody talk to you or can't nobody talk to you about what you're going through, or you can't you can't you know, you don't want to hear nobody else's advice. Talk to the man upstairs, bro. Talk to the man upstairs. You ain't got to talk to nobody if you don't want to. Yeah, that is. Correct, bro. When I got when I totaled my car back in June June of twenty, hold on, June 29, 2022, this past this year, when I told it, it was like a three car, car three car accident. When I got out, I made sure I was good. I made sure I had no cuss on me, stuff like that. I asked the other drivers, are you okay? Are you okay? And they was like, Yeah, yeah, okay. One woman just drove off. My stuff was totaled. My stuff, wow. I can drive drive off. You feel me? It was like a three car, three car uh, accident. I hit the person in the front, so my left front side is like dented in, and then there's somebody in the back hit me. So now my my trunk is like, like I got, I got the pictures. I seen I seen the TV. Yeah. But um, but when I got out, I made sure everybody was good. That moment, that's when my my, my faith got stronger. I was like, okay, God got God made me okay because then I realized, okay, I'm just gonna get another car. You know, yeah. total. I'm just gonna get another car. Automatically, yeah. day, I got to looking for another car. But it's not about the car; it's about having your ducks and priorities in line. God has carried us through so many things, and we never realize it because we're not cognitive of it, or at least just yet. Once we start to pay attention to what He's really doing for us, now we start to realize: okay, God been with me the whole time. He, he He's right beside me the whole time. Whatever I'm going with, I'm not dealing with by myself because he right here showing me the the way to accept it, right? In the midst of it, it's hard though. It take it take people looking back on it. Like you gotta you gotta look back on what what all was going on for you to really see. Oh yeah, God was with me the whole time because he could have went this way, but instead it went this way and it kept me moving forward. You There's know, a reason when you're going through it, bro, it's hard. It's hard to sit there. Oh. And say that. <laughs> That's why I admire my sister so much, bro. She really can do that. Like she keep me. Should keep my mindset right with that type of stuff. It's hard, but but you know everything that's worth doing. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Easy comes with repetition over time, and like the more you do things, think about. It. Let's go back to when you first picked up a basketball. Right, you wasn't averaging averaging thirty points. You can barely no dribble, barely shoot. No you can barely even feel me hit them with a hazy pull up. Yeah. At the same time, the more you do things, the more you work out, the more you train your brain, your brain, your your muscle memory. Now everything becomes easy. Now yeah. you can easily dump because you've been doing layups your whole life. Yeah. You feel me? So now it's, it's a it's a comfortability level that we discover within ourselves that makes us successful. Mm-hmm. The fact that you said something about your circle, how hard was it changing? Your circle to having the right people in there, and then having the wrong people in your in your life, bro. So like, it's so many dudes. Like you know, growing up, bro, everybody want to hoop. All my homeboys want to hoop. All my homeboys want to go to NFL. All my homeboys want to rap. Like that's just where I come from. Everybody want to do one to three, bro. Like that's just what it is. And so like, but everybody's not gonna do what it takes to really achieve those goals at a high level, bro. So like, mm-hmm. 
really, bro, I had to make I had to make those decisions probably when I hit it started middle school, but when I hit high school it got real. Because it was just like a couple of my homies that I grew up with, like, oh, you acting you acting weird now. You, you, they used to try to call me boozy. It's how, how I'm boozy, bro. I still live in the same neighborhood as y'all, bro. I'm not boozy, bro. I just, I'm making decisions that's, that's like putting my steps in order to get to where I need to be. You know what I'm saying? And so that part was just tough, bro. Going, to, I actually got moved out of my zone. I was originally supposed to go, I was supposed to go to either J.A. Fair Hall or Parkview, but I was going to Parkview, bro. I was set to go to Parkview with my homeboy, K3, J. Frank, all uh, them. I was supposed to go out there with them and Tremont. Mm-hmm. And, bro, I ended up going to Mills. And so, like, you know, a lot of my homeboys from my area, because I stay in John Barrow, a lot of my homeboys from my area was like, oh, bro, you moving out there? You moving, you know what I'm saying? You moving to Dixon? You going out to Dixon? Like, it was just having to hear that from them, just hearing mess and crap. But, I mean, they're not talking about it. They weren't talking about nothing, bro. It was tough, though. It was tough. Like, mm-hmm. the one that was really for me, they was like, oh, yeah, that's a good decision. Go on with that. Put 100% in it, 100% in it out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was all for that. And they was behind me, but the ones that didn't need to be around me, them was the ones that had something to say, the negativity, the calling me weird, and all, you know how that stuff go. <laughs> when, when people trying to, you know, people the crab in the crab in the barrel, ain't that what they say? Yeah, trying to trying to everybody trying to hold you down in the barrel and not let you just go out and you know venture out. Going to meals was one of the best. Ended up being one of the best decisions for me, bro. For me personally. Mm-hmm. So, you said you said something about crab in the bucket. So it's crazy because I had watched this video, bro. So I'm I'm all about growth and positivity and success and like your story. So this guy, I don't know his name. I, I two minutes, I don't even know. I think I seen it on TikTok or I can't remember. I can't remember. He was like that. You know that crab in the bucket analogy. That's the wrong analogy to use. He was like crabs yeah. don't even not even uh, supposed to be uh in buckets they don't belong in bu- buckets <laughs> like the reason why they pulling each other down because they want to get out or they like they're not comfortable with being there it was mm-hmm. like as far as a crowd they want to pull each other together so as a person the one crab that's already at the top he want to pull everybody that's down and get brought back okay, down you see what i'm saying when he said that i'm like <laughs> oh my god you they make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I had I think I, I think I had looked it up. I'm like, are crabs supposed to be in buckets? No, no. When we start to change who we are and start to change our current situation for the better, we want to bring everybody that's with us. But mm-hmm. the thing about bringing everybody that's, that's with us, it's not ready to grow, it's not ready to go. It's not, it's Bingo. not and that is okay. You said something earlier. Everybody is not is not willing to put that time in the time. I mean that that work in to be successful, bro. Right now I have six books, seven books, for six six books right here, and then I'm bringing that I'm growing, and this year I only read like nineteen books. So, and I said all that to say so. Recently I was working with my mentors. Uh, well, I'm I'm still kind of working with them, but. I knew I had to fire myself because I wasn't bringing as much value to them like they was bringing to me, right? I was working with them for like July 30th all the way up to now, but I wasn't able to close on deals. Yeah. And I was like, let me let me take a step back. Let me get educated because I'm doing real estate too. I'm okay. doing real estate. There's no other way. I'm When I tell you, Jeremiah, I have multiple avenues of businesses in my head that's, that's coming to life slowly yeah. but slowly. 
I need to get educated. I need to get yeah. properly educated instead of and then learn as I go. Learn as yeah. I grow. Because the second I, I master real estate is the second I can I can actually start being more profitable and more um um uh what is it called a spokesman. But well, not necessarily a spokesman, but like something that yeah. somebody, somebody that's really knowledgeable in this field because I'm putting the time in it to master it, how to come yeah. and say, you know how to di- direct it. You know, it's like so many pieces of the puzzles that have to go in it. Yeah, you can oh, have expertise. Yeah, expert yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah. like with, with basketball, you know, you got multiple strategies, multiple skills, multiple plays, everything dealing with basketball is kind of the same with business for your transition for professional the the professional route how you in your mindset ready for that oh bro that's that's gonna be the biggest thing i'm not gonna lie i'm a firm believer in the work bro and like my circle can vouch for me i'm not real big on the instagram posts showing everybody how much i work out showing everybody what i'm doing i'm not big on that bro i just put time in every so often i'll pop out you know Drop a little gym, you know. This 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 one I'm on right now, you know what I'm saying? But as far as like every day I'm in the lab clocking in all that all that stuff, bro. I don't I don't do all that. So bro, mindset, bro, that the biggest thing with that, my biggest mental challenge is gonna be being away from my friends and family and the time like the time zone, bro. Like just having to have a schedule of when I'm gonna be able to reach out to my people, bro. It's a seven hour a seven hour at least difference across those waters. Mm. So, like, you know, that's going to be the biggest thing, like, missing the family cookout, not being at Christmas, not th- not being at Thanksgiving. I'm not here popping fireworks and praying, you know, my guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's going to be one of the biggest things is just, like, not being here with them and missing out on that stuff and just seeing it. I mean, it's all for a bigger purpose, bro. It is. It's kind of like your transition to meals. Because yeah. that was the best decision for you at the time. This is the best mm-hmm. decision for you. Like, promise right up. Now. Well, not yeah, right now, because of course you can come back, right? Mm-hmm. But in order to get yourself established and, and, and to the level that you want to go, some sacrifices has to be made, have to be made. When I joined the military, you asked me, do I like it? Before we got on, I love what, who I became. I love who I became because I think if I would have just stayed in Little Rock for the last four years, I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be able to see and dream big. Bro, mm-hmm. I got my board. $250,000 a month. That's $3 million a year. I don't know how I'm going to get it. <laughs> but need it. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that type of, of thinking is so big because I see that that is, that is attainable. I see mm-hmm. that it's possible. If I would have never left Little Rock, left being comfortable to get uncomfortable, bro, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't know where I would have been today. I, bro, I, me, I feel the same way though, bro. I didn't I didn't start really like going out and traveling. I just recently started going out and traveling. Like, you know, you travel and go do stuff for AAU and stuff like that, but like just going to like bigger cities, like seeing New York, seeing Cali, seeing Miami, like seeing all these bigger cities, Houston, Atlanta. Like when I'm starting to get older, I'm just like, bro, like, okay, this is life. Like it kind of opened my eyes to like, okay, bro, Little Rock ain't hitting on nothing for real, bro. Like, I need to like Whatever I gotta do to get out of there, bro, that's what I'm gonna do by any means. By for any me means. and my for me and my family. I don't know. My dudes might want to stay here. She like Arkansas. She just yeah. she Arkansas girl, but who would, yeah. hey, I'm trying to take mine with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. So I think last week or the week before last, I was watching this video by a guy named Grant Cardone. Uh he's a big real estate mogul. So 
uh, I'm listening to him. I'm like, hold on. Let me call my mom. <clears throat> I called my mom. I said, mama, what's something that you always want to do but never had a chance to do it? She was like, what you mean? I said, what is, what is something that you always want to do but never had a chance to do it? She was like, uh, go on a cruise. I said, okay, we're going to go on a cruise. We're going to go on a cruise. Mm-hmm. I'm already putting in the universe because this is what we're going to do. You deserve everything that you want in life because you didn't went through a lot. You went yeah. through a lot, you feel me? Now it's just time to repay, repay or to even give something new. Yeah. New rather than something old or something uh, familiar, familiar and comfortable with. I'm going to steal that. I think I need to ask my mama that. Maybe that could be her next, you know, when I come back next summer. Ask me like, Mama, what is something that you always want to do, but you never had a chance to do it? I'm going to ask her for sure. She'll be like, uh, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, knowing her, she going to have a cheap boy. My mama real adventurous. It's probably a lot of stuff. <laughs> ain't no telling. Yeah, she probably got a whole bucket, a whole bucket list. Well, since you asked. Well, see, if you would never ask, I would never told you. Yeah. Now don't get paid. <laughs> Close my don't get fed. <laughs> oh, me. Close my do not get fed. What about your sister? How's your sister doing right now? I just had a niece, bro. So she doing good. She on mommy duty. Mommy duty. My baby, my, my, my niece Nia, boy, she ain't playing with it. She, she give a hell, but she beautiful, bro. Mm-hmm. I got I got a phobia of holding babies, bro. I had to get over when I, she was the first baby I ever held at 23 years old. The first baby I ever held was my niece, and bro, it was just like ah, I don't know, bro. That's a di- that's a different um. Even in my chest, bro, real yeah. like it's just like oh, woo. Yeah, yeah. When so I got I got three nephews. Um, when I first held my my first nephew, uh, Amari Tariq Humphrey, I held him. I was like I didn't know how to hold him because I didn't want to hurt him. Mm-hmm. He was like he was so so tidy. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, what? Just hold him. Just hold him. I'm like, how? <laughs> I mean, they talking about some. They got they got me to hold it, bro. I'm sitting down hard, and they was like, you don't want to stand up, bro. I'm six five. I'm scared to stand up with this baby, bro. Because if I fumble her, if it, bro, if she fall, bro, that's a that's a long drop, bro. I'm not trying to do that to my bro. I can't. I got a phobia for a long time. I still haven't stood up and hold my hold my knees, bro. Yeah, yeah, that that that's gonna be a long fall. Yeah, that's bro, she be... just she on mommy duty though, bro. Mm-hmm. Just recently got engaged, not too long. Well, she got married actually, not too long ago. So she mm-hmm. she yeah, grown woman life. Yeah, yeah. You next? You next, ain't you? Ooh, it's gonna be a little. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm next because I'm 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 next because <laughs> I'm next because it's my sister and it's me. I ain't next because yeah. I'm doing it next year. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay. I gotta I gotta get established, bro. I got a couple millions I need to touch before yeah. I get married and do that type of stuff, bro. I'm gonna do it the right way. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it the JT way, you know. Yeah. Do yeah, it, I'm gonna should, do it big, do it big, I, man. I should have did the uh JT way. I gotta wait a minute, bro. I gotta I probably I don't plan on really I don't I don't I don't have a time of when I'm gonna like get married and stuff because I when I was younger, I'm like I'll be married by 25. That's BS. That's in two, that's in two years. I don't think I'm gonna be married in two years, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not all well, you never know. With God's plan, bro, if I get, you know what I'm saying? Get right stable, get get right, bro. I could be married, but bro, I gotta get all my stuff in order before I take that next step. Before I yeah. go, bro. 
Yeah, and that's that's the that's like really not, don't get me wrong, I don't regret getting married. I was just I was just talking, I was just talking, yeah. But you know, um what I did learn is that if you don't have your all your ducks in the priorities line for yourself, you coming with another person is not gonna do anything. It's not steady trying to grow together. I mean, yeah, there's nothing wrong with growing together, but two unestablished people can't get established. I mean they can, but like it's so much so it's much. tough. It's a lot of bumps. Yeah. It's a lot of bumps in the road. It's a lot of a lot of bashing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a lot going on when you don't when you got two people trying to grow and trying to figure everything out. And mm-hmm. then you gotta then you want to get married on top of that and then you gotta mess around have a kid. Like it's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah good thing I didn't have no kid. <laughs> good Great thing, thing. <laughs> Great thing. Bro, and it's so it's so it's so crazy. Have you ever been to the the courthouse court? What is it called courtroom? Yeah, court? for like a speeding ticket. You know, how depressing, you know how depressing that mug is in there. Yeah, I saw a dude do life. I'm like, whoa, am I in the right? Uh, am I in the right courtroom? <laughs> I watched two dudes go in there, and and one of them did thirty. It got it's thirty years, and the other one got a life. I said, man, I'm in here for a speeding ticket. I'm Yo, hard over. Yeah. I yeah, bet you I, don't see look, no more. Look, look, I went up. <laughs> I went up there. They said, "Hey, you want guilty? Guilty? I don't even like to even try it in here, bro. They play it not guilty. I sat there and watched guilty, bro. Guilty. And I was in some little town in Louisiana, bro. I can't remember what it was called, bro. I was on my way to a visit to Dillard in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. They had offered me, and, and so I, I was on my way down there, bro. Got pulled over, man. Had to go. I had to go all the way back out there a month later. Four and a mm. half hour trip to go to court and turn around, bro. They wouldn't let me pay it online, nothing, bro. I had to talk, show up to court. I bet you won't speed no more. Boy, I be driving that chally like it's a like it's a <laughs> boy, like it's a like a bug. I be driving so slow, boy. Seatbelt on. Oh, <laughs> uh, you yeah? Have you ever heard of um a hybrid? You know, how yeah. They, car, they be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how mo- that's how slow I'm gonna be driving. <laughs> y'all would, I don't be no, I don't go nowhere in the rush no more, bro. It's no need. Man, listen, if that must say an hour, I'm gonna get there in an hour. <laughs> I'm gonna get there an hour. I'll be there in an hour. I'll be there right on ETA. Get on. Nothing sooner, nothing. Mm. <laughs> you be like, huh, you drive slow. Okay, don't drive with me. Man, I ain't got a ticket since and don't plan on getting one. You knock on wood. Do you hear me? Hey, listen, I, I'm not going to speak that into the universe. You just know mm-hmm. I drive like a grandpa. <laughs> yeah, on me. On me. I don't be it, bro. And that's what I'm saying. Like, when, let's use that, that uh, the Russian knowledge is the same as in life, right? If we want to be successful tomorrow, that would never happen. Yeah. That would never happen. Because to be honest, when I started my journey, I was like, all right, boom. Okay, so real estate, you can get wealthy off this. Okay. I'm seeing everybody close this. Okay, pretty easy. I, I started in like August of 2020. I was like, all right, but by September, I'm gonna be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. That's tough. <laughs> bro. <laughs> right, that's tough. I ain't gonna lie to you. Bro, I have been looking, I've been looking for uh for a way to um what's the word? Make my money multiply, bro. Cause when I go over there, but that money tax free. They pay for your they pay for your housing, they pay for your travel, they pay for your food. That's life. 
So like I don't I don't really have to if I'm over there blowing money that's that's me spending extra money you know what I'm saying on on whatever whatever I want to be spending on which is at this point is BS so I've been looking for the next the way I can make my money multiply when I'm over there and get has some going on over here I'm actually thinking about launching my brand here soon bro I've been putting a lot of lot of thoughts a lot of time a lot of effort I got some designs on the way back bro mm-hmm. so be expecting that 2023 bro. If I'm if I don't launch if I don't launch it by give me time to come back if I don't launch it by the by the summer of 2023 get on my head, bro. Okay, you heard it before. Okay, let's just say that why why June of 2023? Because I want time for my designs to come back, and when I launch it, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a drop. Like it ain't gonna be no oh a little little something here. No, it's gonna be like merch. Merch. I got this. I got that. I got that. I got that. And I need all that to be in line. I need to have all that on hand. Like I'm real big on being ready. And so mm-hmm. like it ain't, it ain't ready yet, bro. It's still cooking. Okay. So you're doing a back end work. So what type of work are you doing? Are you just doing the designs? What about the legal department? What you mean? Like as far like the, as, like, as far as getting the license and all that stuff. Yeah. What's the name of your brand? Yeah, I just recently, I just recently reached out to some uh to some friends of mine who got their own little brand and got their own thing going on they finna help they gonna help me we linking up here soon to help me go ahead and get on that bro okay what's the name of your brand everything in the works huh what's the name of your brand (laughs) (laughs) say no moss say no agmb bro agmb just know that okay okay i'm gonna launch it though it's 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 on the way for sure Are you in the process of uh, trademarking it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, for the yep. for the address, for the address, are you using your personal address? Or are you using another one? What you think I should do? Not your personal. That's what I was thinking, <laughs> I, bro. I, yeah, like I gotta, I gotta really sit down and talk to some people and figure out everything, bro. Because it's just like it's so much that come with that. And I didn't even really realize it. I thought you could just oh start. Doing whatever you want to do, but you actually got to go through some real steps. And once we once we get off live, I I I'll walk through you. I will I will walk you through the process because my brand, for your knowledge, I have a trademark. Um, I, and I started that April twenty twenty one. To be honest, I didn't even know what a trademark was. Okay, but I, I read it. I read it, but I didn't fully understand it. I was like, I'm gonna get it because it kind of makes sense. You feel me? I don't want to. I don't want somebody to take it and I start blowing stuff. Yeah, because yeah, bro, it's so much work that I'm putting in putting in behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know. Yes, I'm reading these books, but that's not the only avenue that I'm doing. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm studying real estate, but I'm focusing more on real estate than anything because I'm going to master this. When you, when you whenever you get over there and you want to deploy your money over there, let me get comfortable with that. Let me mm-hmm. lose my own money and then build my own money. Then I reach out to you because I don't want to get in the process of okay mm-hmm. now I'm starting to do this and then now I got to lose your money then nah nah nah, nah yeah nah That's I'm gonna do it right to be ready I'm not even losing right. money spending spending money for no reason I, I'm yep I'm I'm gonna do it right for sure that, that's why yeah. I was like this is a a, a, a patient game a longevity game because hell, I've been doing it for twenty ever since twenty twenty but I've been learning about it really kind of kind of sort of but not really but now. Yeah. Last couple of months, bro. I'm I'm so focused right now, bro. I'm like, yeah, this gonna work. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. That's why I'm moving back to Arkansas so I can start building up my uh rental portfolio there and then start going nationwide or expanding. You feel and me? Plus it's the the it's gonna be it's gonna be cheaper here. 
you can make more money. You make more money here because I know Cali boy. Ooh, that that uh cost of living out there, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, I, went, I went in a gas station, bro. They was charging seven dollars for a bottle of water. Yep. Oh. But I need it. <laughs> but yeah, I need it. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. I definitely got that bottle of water. I need it right here. For sure. But, yeah, that cost a living different. Yeah. And, and it got to the point to where, like, to be honest, I mean, you're supposed to look at the economy and see how things are changing and stuff like that. But people make a big deal out of nothing. If that's the price and I need it, the price doesn't matter. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it because of the fact. Yeah. And that's why I think like a lot of people have that poverty mindset. Like they see something that's overpriced or that's like at a higher price, and they want to complain about it and then go back and get it. But like when you have just an openness mindset, like that don't like, make me want to really. Com- I don't really be complaining about stuff being too high. I just it just kind of make me want to go get some more money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like stuff when stuff when stuff be high, like I want what I want. I know I got expensive taste, bro. Like I know yeah. I do. Now I'm not into all designer and all that stuff. I ain't gonna lie. I just I ain't never been that type of dude. Mm-hmm. Like that's just never been me, bro. Like I'm I be chill, relaxed, fits, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never been no design type of dude, but I got an expensive taste when it comes to everything else, like what I eat, like my shoes, you know what I'm saying? Like just mm-hmm. my lifestyle, my cars, all that stuff is it's kinda expensive, bro. And it just it don't it don't make me want to do nothing but go get some more money. Mm-hmm. Now you know something that now you know something that that, that made me mad though. What's that, that? I felt when I when they dropped the price on it, I was pissed. What? That P five. What is that? PlayStation, oh, PlayStation 5. Five. Bro, when first, they dropped they the dropped price, folks out here, folks out there selling it for a thousand, a band. Now that don't make me want to. That that made me mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> it, <laughs> there's a, a difference between playing behind it. It's different between it being this high because it's a reason, and then it's different between y'all. Okay, y'all ODing, like y'all overpriced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what what's called uh, deviating from like needing, you know, not, not necessarily need, but like, is this the market price or y'all just trying to like bust people's heads? Because that was that was like a hundred percent return. And I think I think the original price was like five hundred dollars. And, and now it's five hundred again, bro. I'm about to go get me one now. It's five hundred forty nine, bro. And they and they keeping them like Sony got them. Best Buy got them, like all these places got them now, bro. When they when just last year, you tried to go get one, it was a band, and now they got it for market price. So was it really worth a band, or was y'all just trying to get off because everybody wanted one? At the time, yeah. it was worth the market. I mean, mm-hmm. not it was worth more than more than a market because think about how often PlayStation demand out supply demand. You feel? Yeah. Why charge five ninety nine? We can charge an extra thousand. People gonna actually pay because they want to play the game. Facts. That's a smart business move. To be yeah, honest, for them, yeah, I had looked up how much did two K make. Uh, I think I think it came out Friday. I think it came out yeah. Friday, something like that. They made over five hundred million dollars. The the drop they dropped Friday and they made five hundred million dollars. I was like, people don't even understand the the dynamics of what just happened. They just got the game. I mean, I don't play games or nothing like that, but I just see like I'm like, bro, I gotta get some of that. Yeah. I, how do we get some of that? You feel There's me? So much money in the world, bro. That's yeah. all There's so much money in the world, bro. I got to get my hands on. Let me get some of that. Yeah. That, that's why that that goal that I have, two hundred fifty thousand a month. You know, I, I really don't even talk about like all my accomplishments, all the money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But what I do talk about is like who you're becoming, your mindset. The, if I can do it, you can do it too. This is how you can do it. This is how. If you want to listen to me, by all means. 
go right ahead. If you go to Blueprint, if you don't want to listen to me, no hard feelings. Go listen to somebody that will help you. Mm-hmm. So I'm all right now. I'm just all about empowering people to become the best version of themselves, transforming the way you think from thinking so small. Think about Little Rock, Arkansas. We're thinking small because we're in this confined environment, confined uh, city. But once we start to expand our thinking or just see somebody that look like us, it's from our place. Like, dang, like he 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 actually can do that. He made it. Yeah, he did it. He made it. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's no reason why I can't make it. Yeah. Resources, knowledge, education, dedication, um, time, persistence, you know. Sacrifice. Uh, sacrifice a whole point a whole bunch yeah if you're not willing to sacrifice you don't want to be successful <laughs> exactly it's that simple it's that simple what are you sacrificing right now oh my social life bro like me i'm the type of dude like i'm like basketball season it basketball season start in november but your coaches want you there august he wants you there, and all he wants you in that gym and that lab doing all the stuff he's supposed to be doing, like in the season, even more than what you would do in the season in August. So, bro, from August to March, mid March, if you go deep in the tournament, bro, I was always like grinding, grinding, grinding. Summertime, oh yeah, I'm I'm still grinding. I'm still don't get me wrong, like I'm making my jumps and stuff like that. But you got more free time. I'm not having to go to class. I'm at home doing this. So travel, like I haven't been I haven't been outside of Little Rock, bro, all summer. Mm. Literally, and I had opportunities too, but like it's just like dude, right I, know what I, I know I know that right now with that leg injury it set me back. So right now I gotta go double time. So like nah, I ain't no like I ain't I ain't go out as much as I've been usually going out or I ain't I haven't traveled this summer. Uh mm-hmm. just like bro, sacrificing my traveling, my time, my social life, bro. That's what that's my biggest self sacrifice right now. Yeah. Being being it's been work, bro. Just work, like just head down, work. <laughs> Work, really. yeah, that, and that's that's why like the journey is so important because if you're not willing to put this time in behind the closed doors when the doors get open you will not be prepared when i was working my mentors the doors was open Thanks. but i was not prepared i was not prepared so i'm Coach like tell me all the time make sure you make sure you don't prepare for what you pray for Ooh. because a lot of people pray for this and pray for that and then god put it right in front of you and boom you ain't yeah. ready. Yep. You ain't do the work. You got what you wanted. Not maybe not in the time that you wanted it, but you eventually mm. got it and you wasn't ready. How long did it take you to realize that? Because what I came before you answered it, what I what I came to learn is that we hear things today, but we don't it doesn't resonate with us until some time, some months pass. How long mm-hmm. did it take you for it for it to resonate with you? Ooh. Um, probably my junior year. My junior year of high school. Cause bro. I used to pray and tell Coach Cooper, I can't, man, when we get in the playoffs, man, I'm going to be, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for that. And then, shoot, <laughs> it took some failure, bro. Get to the playoffs, man. I'm a, I'm a, but my ninth grade year, we ain't make it. But mm-hmm. I was leading, I was like the second leading scorer behind a dude named Shaquan Fletcher, if you know him. I was mm-hmm. the second leading scorer on that team behind him my freshman year. I played, I moved up and played varsity. My 10th grade year, oh, cool, you know. I'm, I'm I'm coming in with hella confidence. You know, I'm just ready. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to go get 30. We gonna, I'm going I'm to help lead us to championship, blah, blah, blah. Man, got in there, first round bounced. See ya. 
because I wasn't prepared, bro. God gave me the opportunity. He gave me the matchup I wanted, and I wasn't ready, bro. I just yeah. wasn't ready. So failure make you failure make you have to get ready. Mm. Failure failure is a lesson behind failing. Failing is a lesson behind the failure, right? But yeah, in order to do that, you have to be willing to go out and fall on your face. Mm-hmm. Because see, that's the thing about fear and risk. Because when it gets scary, the unknown is scary, which hinder hinder us from succeeding. How are we supposed to grow if we don't know how to do things? How are we supposed to grow if we're so hesitant to start? How are we supposed to grow if we never put the put forth the effort to go try? And a lot of do a lot of people be like embarrassed of failure, bro. Like that that be that 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 being scared to be embarrassed. That's one of the that's one of the biggest um things that hold people back is the mm-hmm. feeling of being embarrassed of failing, bro. I done failed in front of thousands people in front of everybody, friends, family, and shit ain't doing them make me stronger, bro. Yeah. If you ain't if you ain't ready to fail in front of everybody and, and look crazy and be embarrassed and you're not ready for success because it take that. <laughs> it take it, bro. It it's take crazy. You, it take you falling on the head. It, it, it's crazy how everything come back to being successful, right? Yeah. You have to find what your what is what does success mean to you? Only you can find out what that means. Because in my personal opinion, success means to me is happiness, is peace, is creating an abundance life, not just for myself, but everybody that can change their lives, change their dynamic of today. Right? Mm-hmm. What 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 does success mean to you? Success. What does it mean to me? Wow, that's a question I ain't I don't think anybody ever asked me. <laughs> um Success is not just in one avenue of life for me, bro. Like, I want to be, success would be me being generationally, and I want to be generationally and, like, gener, gener, I want to have generational life-changing money. Like, I want to have a very, I want to be, I want to be so spiritually locked in with God, bro, that, like, Bro, my 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 growth in my religion is part is gonna be part of my success because at the end of the day, that's all that really matters, bro. Is is finding God and you know your relationship with God. So like, like my spirit, my spiritual part of my life, emotional. I want to like, like knowing how to how to deal with my emotions, figuring out what's wrong with me, not looking for escapes and trying to find ways to dance around what exactly is going with me being so emotionally attached to myself and knowing you know what i'm saying knowing what's wrong with you a lot of people have a lot of down days including me and you don't know what's wrong with you mm-hmm. so like being just spiritually emotionally financially my family like that that makes me that would make me successful if all those four things just came together and i just found like i don't know like the the what's what am i trying to say bro like the you said it, like the the, the inner peaceness, inner peace of yourself. I feel like that. I feel like just that would make me inner. Like that gives me that inner peace. Just being able to be, like I don't have to worry about where my next meal coming from or where my next, you know, what I'm saying how I'm provide for my family and my money and all this other stuff. I don't have to worry about that. Emotionally, I can, I can, I can help myself, but not only help myself, help others, others figure out what's wrong with them. You know what I'm saying? Really, like, bro, it's. I don't know. It's a high standard, bro. Like success, success. I think that's just me, though, bro. Like I hold, I hold myself to such a high. Like I want to be such. Just I want to be so, so success, successful. 
I don't know, bro. I hold myself to a higher measure. As you should. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it, it, bro, and see, that's the thing, right? There's nothing wrong with holding yourself to a higher standard. Because, bro, take me for instance, right? I, I, I told you a couple of goals that I have. Right now, I have, like, in my head, I have 10 businesses in my head going on right now. I have 10 yeah. businesses going on. They still in, in my head right now because I only learned about real estate. But if think about it. If I held myself to a low standard, I wouldn't even think about no business. I wouldn't even be thinking about a different way of growing, a different way of You'd be thinking about how you can find your next nine to five. You see what I'm saying? Not not necessarily nine to five, but like there's nothing wrong with a nine to five. No, it's nothing, but I'm saying I would be content with my current situation. Yeah. You feel me? That's why I say like us as people, us as human beings feel like there's something wrong with us thinking higher, thinking it won't better for ourselves. There's nothing wrong with that. The higher you think, the more you're going to achieve. Bingo. The more you achieve, the more you can grow. The more you can grow, the more you can give back. Because yeah. what my, my purpose, because I, I, at first I wanted to be a motivational speaker, but I was like, no, nah, I can't really motivate people. Well, to be honest, Greg Cardone was like, he can't motivate people because people are thinking in one way. He was like, I want to transform people. That's why I'm going to change my dynamic of I want to become a transformational speaker. Because I can help you transform by just me being in front of you, just by me presenting. This is what I'm doing. This is this is who I am. This is who you who you can become. Who here? Who who in here ever seen a thousand dollars right now in cash? Nobody. Okay. Then I'm a, uh, when I whenever I speak to, in my first graduate graduation, what I'm gonna do? I, 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 I I've been saying it for a little minute, so I'm gonna keep saying it because it's gonna happen. It's gonna actually happen. So what I'm gonna do when I, the first graduation that I speak at, I'm gonna have. A thousand dollars for everybody in this graduate. So however much that is, whatever I, that's how much it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna put ten thousand or ten thousand ten envelopes and give it to ten people. But I'm gonna tell them not to open it until I get in front of them. When I get in front of them, the way I'm gonna be dressed, of course I'm gonna have like uh dressed attire underneath it, but over it I'm gonna have a jacket, sweatpants, and slides, or maybe not slides, maybe just shoes. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask how many people judge me. As soon as you see me, like, why should I be here? You know how many people gonna raise their hand? A lot of them. The whole crowd. You coming here? You supposed to be a speaker, and you coming here jogging set. Yep. This. Yep. And and that's the. So I got your attention now, right? So now, so when I go in the back or change or just take them off, whatever, I'm gonna say, who's got a envelope now? They raise their hand. I pull it out, open it. They open. It's gonna be a thousand dollars in there. How many people think that you can't get this money right now? It, bro, and it's just gonna go so crazy because I've been mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this so much because this is gonna open people's minds up that you can accomplish anything that you can that you want mm-hmm. to. Right? We just have to change our dynamic, our paradigm to want more, to to, to achieve more. Stop thinking small. Because man, I ain't gonna lie to you. Y'all probably ain't seen my first band in cash until high school, bro. Yeah. I ain't seen no band in middle school in cash. I mean, nah, I take that back. I did. I did. Not, not, uh, not, uh, like, not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can say on here. Not, uh, <laughs> necessarily legal money. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I done seen, I done seen dudes in my neighborhood carrying around watch cash, probably was add, add up to a band. But mm-hmm. never, you know what I'm saying? Never like somebody coming in like that. Legally, you feel Legally, me? Yeah, yeah. it's not trap money, it's real money. Yeah, you know what I'm and you, I ain't never, I, uh, 
I had never seen that. Not mm-hmm. no legal ban in my face like that ever. Like that, like bro, and just imagine, right? The same knowledge that you have for the for the streets, you can apply it to life. Apply it to yeah, the, it is, you know, and that's, the, gov- that's, the government of gang. Yep, that's that's why we're here at the level, not necessarily the level, but the phase that we're in now, so we can help the other people realize. If you want to be pro, this is what you need to do. If you want to be successful, this is what you need to do. If you want to be happy, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Right now, now we're just an example of people to come. Jeremiah, before we end, mm-hmm. before we end, so I only have one segment, one segment from everybody, and it's called Best for Last. So what this segment is, is uh, I ask four last questions, and you answer them within a quick time frame with a quick explanation. Okay. All right, so the first one, how do you keep your composure? And what's, what you mean? Like when things get hard, when things get overwhelming, how are you able to keep your composure, composure in life? Um, when I'm in a quick situation, like if I'm in a situation and boom, something happened that I know I didn't like, my breathing, just okay. I take a take a second, bro. You gotta take a second to process stuff. You can't just I don't I don't really like to just speak without thinking. So I take mm. a second and process it and then keep pushing. So that's probably how I keep my composure. Just process everything, take it for what take it as it is. Okay. Okay. Next question. Don't make it bigger. Don't make it bigger. Yeah, don't make it bigger than what it is. Take it for what it is. Don't make it bigger. Because a lot of people blow, blow it. It'd it be a big deal right then, but in the, in the midst of things, it's not really that big of a deal. It takes realization to grow to realize it's not that big of a deal because yeah. we have more control over ourselves than we think. Yeah. So I like that. I like taking a step back. I, 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 I mess with that. Yeah. Next question. Next question. What are you grateful for? Uh, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my struggle. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for another day. I'm just, I, I'm forever grateful. I'm grateful for a lot of things, bro. Mm. Being able to walk, like, you know, like, like having that surgery, bro. I never had an injury where I couldn't walk, bro. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm having to depend on people being there, like my health. I'm grateful for my health. I'm happy, I'm grateful for a lot, bro. So those are the biggest yeah. things. And, and it, the, the, uh, finger movement I just did, one leg is mobile. You can move that mud, but the other one's so stiff. You got to exactly. hit that mud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, gotta, I, had to, I was throwing my leg for a minute, bro. For real. I'm grateful for my health. Grateful to be able to get out the bed without aching, bro. Like, man, these must been tough. Bro, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you because, bro. Because you, you like, know. You, how, you ever, how you ever did that on the hill? Like, how you ever walked on the hill when your legs wasn't as mobilized? One, oh, one was like. Bro, that book. <laughs> no good, bro. I couldn't do nothing with my legs messed up. It was over with. Bro, that book was, was. Oh my goodness. Next question: What do you regret? Do you have any regrets? Nope. Cause all them bumps on the head made me realize. Made me just be like, okay, I don't have to do that no more. So I don't mm. take them as regrets. I don't regret anything, bro. Growth. Growth. growth bro i take i take them l's and turn them in. i take them l's turn the lessons mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't just take them as l's i look at why why was it a nail and then i grow from that and make and make those l's turn to w's next time what's the reason behind everything that's happening yeah okay yeah. last but not least favorite question of them all what is what does failure is knowledge means to you what i just said like <laughs> 
when you when you fail, bro, you can go back and look at why you failed, and then from that failure, from that failure, it's knowledge, and then you can go on and not only make make that failure be like why you succeeded, but you can also relate that to the next young fella that come along. Hey, you shouldn't do that. Like you can be that you can be that force that come in and tell them and try to help them before they make the same mistake as you. Now, whether or not they they listen to you or, you know what I'm saying, some people got to take that ill. But you was that person for them. And so that's what failure and knowledge mean to me. Man. man. Whoo, Jeremiah, man, this has been great. This has been. Yeah, man, this is a good one, bro. Everybody yeah. that tuned in, how can people find you? Uh, My Instagram is A-G-M-B underscore J-Smooth Tony. Uh, Twitter, J-Smooth Tony. And that's really all I be on, bro. Yeah, you, you probably gonna have to spell it a little slower. You went kind of fast. <laughs> a G N B underscore J Smooth Tony. <laughs> yeah, they be on my Instagram. They be like, man, what does A G N B stand for, y'all? Yeah, y'all you about to, you about to know. Please yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, for me. Me. Hey, listen, everybody that tuned in, man, we really appreciate y'all. Hopefully, y'all got as much value as I got from uh speaking with Jeremiah, man. Uh, if y'all haven't, um, that's okay. Just send it to somebody that will get some value from it. You feel me? Um, y'all stay yourself. Well, right. keep evolving to become the best version of yourself. Keep faith, Jeremiah. You got some, you got a closing remark. Hey. <laughs> I think we done, I think we done said enough, man. We had a we had a good conversation. I don't have much left to say. Yes, sir. And trust the All process. love, man. All love, man. All love. And give love out. Trust the process, trust in yourself, have faith, and keep on the journey. Hold on, Jeremiah.